Oh, we're already on? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I was kind of waiting. I was like fixing my hair. And I know, but skirt. I said, are you ready? Can we give it up for my skirt today? Who likes the skirt today? Guys, I'm a big fan of the skirt. It's, Good morning. It makes a lot of noise. It makes a lot of noise? Oh, well, it's the material. It's fluffy. I graduated yesterday, guys, or should I say commenced, which means began, began my sacred journey. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. I commenced yesterday from dance, ecstatic dance facilitator training. And you're like, what the hell is exotic ecstatic? dance? You wish. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> ecstatic dance, oh. Oh. which is like um, embodiment practice, which is moving energy around and embodying the power and the sacredness within you. Anyway, it's really cool. And I'm especially going to be incorporating it for people who are really like thinkers and stuck in their head or people who have worthiness issues. So I'm really, really excited. Jim, what's up, brother? Haven't seen you in a hot minute. Good morning, Titi. What's going on? Are you here to make me laugh today? Because if you are, I'm super excited about that. Be funny. Go. Go. Say something hilarious. Tell a joke. Something. Okay. <laughs> so, Comedians love that. Don't you love that we can be together this way in the mornings? No. I mean, aren't you? Look, it's like old times here with all of us. Okay. Anyway, welcome. Uh, if you're new here and you're like, what the hell is happening? We're Doug and Heidi McGurk. Hello. What more do you need? <laughs> so, Done. I help people, smart and successful people, fix their dysfunctional relationships, family dynamics, intimate relationships. Bring me your dysfunction. I'll put it in my alchemy bowl and make gold. Okay. Mm. And you. Yeah. So I work with entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial spirited people to master the art of communication so that they could experience extraordinary results, break through whatever issues they're having around communication, around getting addicted to particular strategies after strategy after strategy mm. so that um, we can end that cycle and just start getting results. Super. Today, I mean, in, in, in life, our wonder twin powers kind of activate, right? This is like, ding, and we together help mission-driven entrepreneurs, speakers, and coaches, and teachers, and healers monetize, yes, Newsflash, you deserve to be successful. Monetize their mission and their message so that they can have it all. Mm -hmm. Okay? The love, the life. Mm, George, so we noticed up in the top there, I put the link to our mission-driven entrepreneur group, which we're building up so that we can uh, offer Serve. specific content to those that are on that mission. Yeah. So um, let's talk today about why we don't reach our goals. <laughs> Look, we're not going to bore you with the traditional answers which is like perseverance. You're not consistent enough. We've already done You're those. Not, yeah, those are true. we have. We've bored you with those before. <laughs> so let's take, take, let's talk about what kind of goal you might be wanting to do, right? So for us, we're with a lot of people and ourselves included. Let's say, oh, you know what? I want to be a motivational speaker. Yeah. And I say, why? Why do you want to be a motivational speaker? And we're like, well, I love to talk. I feel like, you know, uh, I love the idea of having this like freedom and flexibility. Um, it might even be like, I love to help people mm -hmm. or why do I want to be, I want to be a life coach, you know, great. Why do you want to be a life coach? Well, I just, you know, I want the freedom and flexibility. I like to help people. I mean, it's the I've same been doing answer. it anyway, so I might as well right? get paid for it. it. For free. 
Oh, I want to be in a relationship. I want to find my true. Why do you want to do that? Well, I want to find a partner and I want to experience life with somebody. So you can see this can be any kind of goal. And then traditionally we launch into our answers that are the, the you know, they're the right answers. They're good answers, right? Like the bedrocks of success. Okay, like be, you know, be consistent in your delivery and show up and overcome your emotions and all those things are so worthwhile. And look, we've got three months videos explaining all that kind of stuff. So go back and watch them. But today, today, we're really talking about that deep, deep down reason that nothing's happening or some stuff's happening, but the big well, thing's usually not happening. Well, it's usually plateaued because that's what happens. You get to a certain point yeah. and then seem to get stuck at a plateau, wherever that is. Yeah. Say good morning when you're in here. Okay. Garth, Jennifer, Anthony. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Matt. Cousin Matt. Cousin Matt. Yes. Hello. Okay. So what's the real reason? The real reason is something we're guilty of. Every single human being on the planet is guilty of. It's like this, this thing that's like going to sound like after I say it, you're going to go, yeah. Um, but we don't think about it. When we're born, we have these mirror neurons, right? Which is like helpful because we learn how to hunt like other people hunt and we learn how to survive. And we needed to develop these mirror neurons, which really essentially say, do it like this, watch other people and, and do it how they do it. So it's necessary for skill. survival. Necessary and, and for growth. survival. Yeah. Like, you know, and our daughter is actively in the mirror neuron phase where it's like her friend's done eating and so is she. Her friend's doing this and so is she. And her parents are doing something and so is she. I want to do that. I want to do that. Right. Exactly. And so we spend about the first half, the first quarter of our life, the morning of our life, you know, um, figuring out how to be like everybody else, <laughs> how to fit in. And then we spend the afternoon and evening of our life figuring out if we're lucky, how to stand out, right? Like what makes us unique and different? And actually, that's what we're going to talk about today. That is the secret sauce, the missing ingredient is that even if it's a business or a relationship, the reason we're not really as successful as we want to be is because we do not understand, accept, empower, enable, allow, our uniqueness, our rarity, and our unique medicine to come out of us and be delivered into the world because we're so self-conscious, we're so concerned that we're not doing it right, that it's not the way it's supposed to be, we're not like everybody else, and so then we abort mission and then just try to like do it how everybody else is doing it, and then it's like blue ocean, red ocean. Right, well it's also, uh, we're in a weird, time of of challenging where we're constantly comparing ourselves to others comparing ourselves to others um being told that we're supposed to be like others and we're not even like there's a mindset where celebrating our uniqueness is actually uh kind of a negative everyone's got to be the same everybody you know and, and there's a deeper thing mm -hmm. going on that we've got to overcome but like you know participation trophies and and all of that where we're not encouraging people to be okay to stand out. And then the other thing is sometimes as well, we're so there's some people who also are so committed to being different than everybody that they don't celebrate when they are doing something unique because they're so busy looking how to be different than someone. So they're constantly second guessing what's going on because they're having to, you know, market, having to be unique and different in ways that aren't really authentic. They're just like uh, flash in the pan, trying to stand out 
that's not authentic and sustainable. <laughs> right. That's the key word. You said the key word, authenticity. Yeah. And I think sometimes in our, uh, in our um, desire to be unique, right? We kind of manufacture a uniqueness about us, right? And try to like ride that puppy into the sunset. And so here's what's really cool. Your uniqueness actually doesn't necessarily come from your personality. Whoa, right? Like we think it does. We're like, oh yeah, that's what makes me unique is my unique personality. But I hate to break it to all of us, but our personalities are really shaped as attachment patterns. I call those attachment patterns, right? When you learn how to be who you're supposed to be to get the love, connection, survival, coping, so that you can thrive, survive, connect, or cope in your original family dynamic. And you become kind of who you, the ego, the projection of who you think you are. Your uniqueness doesn't come from that place. Your uniqueness comes from the same place the flower gets it, the snowflake gets it, the tree gets it, because there are millions of trees, but only that one is quite the way that it is, right? And all the flowers, there's a million roses, but boy, that rose has its unique, and so that's your divinity. That is your divine uh, gift. And so your job isn't to do unique. Oh, that's kind of gross, right? But your job isn't to do unique. It's to access it, allow it, and stop repressing it. And so how do you source that? How do you, how do you get there? How do you allow that? Well, like what kind of like, okay, I, what's the channel? Somebody give me the phone number to my, so I can call it up and go, what is it? Well, how and, do I figure that out? And we're always trying new things, which is great. And we're always looking for other ways to do it instead of just reflecting and being present to ourselves and accepting our uniqueness and whatever that is. Because the other challenge is, is that we will sometimes emulate model. We will find someone that we admire and then try and be like them mm -hmm. where we start to kind of lose our, ourselves. And now we're again, constantly measuring and mm -hmm. Are we measuring the right things becomes also a thing to look at. What are we measuring? Are we measuring our ability to be authentic and unique and just be, or are we measuring it up against someone else, which is that comparison model is going to get us kind of trapped every time because each of us are uniquely qualified. We, are, we have a special message and there will be similarities and there are going to be some differences and we have to be okay with both. Yeah, it's kind of like we're all one, but we're all different. different. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so you don't want to get to that point where you lose your uh, community, you know, your sense of like all the trees aren't like sitting around and the one that's like a little unique, like, well, I'm definitely different. I'm not a tree because I'm totally different. Well, we're all trees. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just kind of figuring out how, because the ego wants it to be so different or the ego wants it to be you know, really stand out and, and whatever. And you really don't have to try that hard. You know, if, <laughs> if we just kind of allow ourselves uh, to be fully who we are. Um, but so, so how do you get there? Right? Like what's the phone number to figure that out? And what's the webinar that I watched to get that? And um, <laughs> which, which download, which ebook can I download? <laughs> which? Uh, so 
I think there's a couple of things. I think that your natural pull to things and your desire and interest in things will help you kind of discover your uniqueness and, and your, your blend. If you happen to be a speaker or a coach or a teacher, right, and you're on the planet to deliver that, it's like heeding the call of the things that like, hmm, I wonder, that would be an interesting thing to to, to explore. But again, we've talked about this before. We get so rooted into what we think we're supposed to be teaching and learning and doing that even dance for me, that modality was like, Oh, what's going to happen when I add that in? Cause I'm, I'm the psychological surgeon, you know, I'm the, I help the smart people <laughs> with the, you know, uh, and not that dance isn't for smart people. It is, but typically a lot of people who are attracted to those other esoteric kind of spiritual modalities are, are already kind of, in a different field of like, um, not necessarily going to be interested in the mind stuff. You see what I'm saying? So for me, it was like just not caring so much about that, not having to figure all that out. Well, how am I going to put this in a business plan? And how am I going to, but just following my passions and my interests, and that's the alchemy, right? Those are the ingredients that you keep adding in. So following those little calls or nudges on your spirit to like, go left instead of right or say, you know, let this come out today that wants to be spoken or, or meet this particular person. And so that's the kind of soul map, right? That everything is kind of laid out. There are no coincidences. It's where things coincide perfectly. Right. So that's kind of, it is like your, everything you need to experience your uniqueness, your rarity, your divinity, your ultimate path and purpose is already laid out. But we get stuck in our like, you know, human experience where we're just like, oh, okay, I go through my day. But if you allow that opportunity to just kind of tap in and listen to the otherness, right, the other stuff that's actually beckoning you in another direction or calling you or interesting you or tempting you to kind of explore, that's where you're going to step more fully into your uniqueness and more fully into your purpose and your path. And that's why it's so valuable to also challenge yourself, go to different events and experiences, because what that'll do is start like chipping away and and breaking you free of the patterns of thought you've been running that have been keeping you stuck. The the challenge becomes is what Heidi just shared earlier. Like we we start owning an identity. Yeah. Well, I'm this, and I can't do that, and I'm you know we're too busy evaluating and judging instead of being present. And when we what Heidi was sharing with the dance, what that's a way to do is break the old patterns and start allowing different information, different ways of being to show up, so that we can be sustainably, authentically present and the the messages then come out. And then that's when it's easier to allow all of the other opportunities to come in because you're just available for it as opposed to so myopically focused on the way things should be, the way they're supposed to be, the way I'm told that it should happen. And then we're now open for all the other joys, experiences, and of course the financial gains as a coach, speaker, or trainer because now you're you're being fully yourself and you're helping others do the same. Yeah, just giving ourselves permission to not have to do it like everybody else or not have to be like everybody else um, even just starts the conversation to open it up, just that permission because uh, we are a society that is telling us, no, 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 this is how you do it. This is the way and that's their way. 
And what you don't see, even when you're becoming a speaker, a teacher, a healer, you're, you're, and I just felt compelled this morning to say this. I don't know who's watching specifically today or later. I know people are watching now, but um, you, this is for you this morning. Like you needed to hear this. I could worry and stress out and be like, oh my gosh, well, most of the people who are listening right now are not necessarily going to be speakers. It doesn't matter to me because I know when I follow that kind of divine calling to express myself this way, talk about this topic, um, that the right person, even if it's one, kind of will will hear that and it will resonate. And, and who knows, that person might become a client, you know, that later on. And so it's not that I'm strategizing so far in advance. Um, my, my goal in life has been to play less chess and more checkers, right? Less chess, like strategizing five steps ahead, because that's my ego wants to have it all figured out and planned out. But, you know, um, checkers is a spiritual game. It's like, just what's next? <laughs> Where, and not what's next, like what I want to force next. It's like, what do I, what am I, it's the art of listening. What am I listening for next? And it's also, even if that's not your goal, just being a parent, being in a relationship, being in whatever, sometimes we get locked into other that identity or the training that we got from the past. So like we grew up, our parents did X, Y, and Z, therefore we do X, Y, and Z. Well, that may have been appropriate at that time and that may not be what, what we believe in, but we just run that pattern because that's what we think we're supposed to do. Oh my gosh, can I say hi to Marty? I love you, where have you been all my life, huh? And Hannah, hey guys, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Say hi when you're in here so that we can see you, okay? Good morning, good morning Garth, good morning guys. I love that, hun. I think even when you're talking about just this programming, like let's say the goal is to meet somebody, to be in a, a beautiful relationship with somebody, and we're playing, you know, chess, and we're like strategizing. Well, if I go on this on, you know, if I go match.com, you know, we try to figure it all out, right? Five steps ahead, but like in your your own um, divinity has all the resources you need in order to attract and allow the right person. You know, Rumi said that your task is not to seek for love, it's to seek and remove the barriers you've built against it, right? So it's really not about doing anything, it's about heeding the call. It's about, you know, when, we, when I was meeting Doug, it was just kind of like this, he was in my radar, but it, I wasn't doing anything, right? I was just kind of allowing the experience and, and if I felt that like one day I just got this little call, it was a Facebook thing, right? And I was like, Oh, call meaning like a conviction on me. Yeah, I didn't call to like um, go on his page for no reason. Just go on his page and start looking at pictures. And that particular day, he had, he was golfing and he was posting pictures of the um, the sunset, <laughs> the, the the sky, right? And I just remember seeing that picture on that particular day. And I had looked at other stuff from him a million times, but on that day, I saw him differently through that one me being obedient submitting to that like inner nudge to say, oh, um, let me look at this picture. And what, and that snapshot, I saw him differently. I was like, wow, here's a guy who's golfing, enjoying time with his friends, but he takes time to appreciate the beauty of the sky. I don't know many men like that. And in that moment, I had a snapshot into his spirit, right? 
but it was because I was like, no, go online now, right? Like you're, you're going someplace today and you're going to that coffee place that you're going to, but man, you really want to have meet one more client or you really want to like meet that person or you're, you're, you're strategizing on how to get what you want. But guess what? Go to the fucking Dunkin' Donuts today. Go somewhere different, right? Like stop being so stuck in our pattern of like, this is how we operate through our day. And just like be open and practice that like listening. Like this morning, I literally, and I wasn't hurrying it. I sat down on the couch with an open notebook and I was like, what would, and I wake up and pray that way. What are we going to do today, God? Not God, please do this for me or, or God, am I worthy enough? It's like we're co-creating this experience together. So I'm like, God, what are we going to do today? What would we do? Who can we touch? Who can we inspire? Who can we move? How can we allow? How can we receive more abundance? How can we be more abundance to somebody? And then I listen. And that's a spiritual practice. And I just want to encourage all of us to get in the habit of being less conditioned to just do and listen more. What are you being called to do? What's, it's not what you're calling to figure it out. It's what's calling you, right? Maybe it's for a long time you've been nudged to work with one of us, right? Where you've been like, man, uh, every time I watch a video, it sounds like they're talking to me. I am. <laughs> so pick up the phone, right? Um, maybe somebody's been asking you out over and over again or in your radar and you're like, oh God, they're not, that's not really my type. Well, how do you know? You know, you're sometimes you're not even who you think you are, you're who you've needed to be. Start questioning, like Doug said, that identity, right? Good morning. Love you too. Love you too. Hi. All right. So let's check in. What do you guys have to say this morning and and what are your thoughts on this? And can you get better at listening and breaking your old patterns and understanding more deeply um, your uniqueness, your rarity? And, you know, I always call it like sheeple, like people sheep, right? We're just like sheeple. We're just like, <laughs> our life it's like well and but that goes back to what we've also talked about quite a bit is knowing that these mirror neurons exist yeah that's right be sure that you surround yourself with people who are displaying who are behaving who are creating that which you want to create because you are you, you can't help you cannot help yeah. it these mirror neurons are not like choices they're going to happen um, it's just, it's natural. It's part of, again, survival. So if you want a, you know, a little hack that we've been sharing is you surround yourself with people who their normal is what you aspire to. And you will naturally, right, all boats rise and fall with the tide. So go in a tide, go in the ocean that is operating where you want to operate. And you will naturally pick up those thought processes, those behaviors, those habits, and that will become your new normal. Mm -hmm. That's a really good tip too. I know that I move exactly like the Zumba teacher that's teaching me that day. <laughs> right? You can't help it. I do it exactly. And, and you've also yeah. noticed that um, when you've been in classes that the teacher was off and, and what would happen is the whole cl class the whole would. The whole class would be off. The yeah. whole thing. And, and you're like, oh, you're like trying to yeah. stay unique and do the way you want to do yeah. it can be challenging. So that's why it's so much easier in life to be in the environment that are getting the results. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily uh, also a, a secret, but it's it's something that we take for granted because 
will sometimes hang out with people because they give us the feel goods, but they might, the feel good that we're getting may not be really where we want to be. It's just a temporary fix of a little bit of uh, dopamine comfort rather than the challenge of growth. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, we hope that today that you are able to tap into that inner wisdom a little bit more, asking um, the universe, God, you know, Mother Nature, Father Sky, whatever it is that you believe in, for to hear. You know, the prayer that I say is, you know, if I really want something, I know that my task is not to seek it. It's to remove the barriers I've built against it. And so when I pray, I don't say, please give this to me. Please, I say, allow me to have the eyes to see it's already there. Allow me the eyes to see it, the ears to hear it, the heart to feel it. And because the, the illusion is that it's not available. That's the lack illusion. That's the lack illusion. It is there. I have to take onus and say, if I'm not having the thing that I want, that people who have it aren't smarter than you or better than you or more divine than you or what it is, is they, they actually are allowing it to come to them. And so where is that resistance for you and how can you start to break down some of those barriers? And again, um, that's the work that, that we do is help you find those subconscious barriers that are blocking the abundance, that are blocking your birthright to have the same water and nourishment that the trees get and, and make it rain on you, you know, and, and be able to have that experience because it, again, it's your birthright. Okay. You don't have to do anything. You have to allow it. So ask for the eyes to see today, the ears to hear, and maybe you'd be pointed in a direction today that instead of going right, you go left. And there's that next client. You get a call in your heart to kind of study something or or research something that you want to add to your understanding. You want to try a different church. You want to try a different, uh, anything at all. Um, and then open your eyes when you're there because, because that's, it's waiting for you. Okay. All right. Hannah said, um, uh, you and I are, I finally stopped being so hard headed. Your beautiful messages are so true. Thank you. I've broken the pattern of these toxic men. Whoa. Hallelujah. I've learned who I am, honey. Yes, mommy. Yes. Um, you're, uh, y'all are the root to where it all began. Okay. Well, you're the root, baby. Uh, Happy to bring some, you know, and the, and the shit you went through was the manure that helped you grow (laughs) in that beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we maybe got some water and some sunshine, right. And, and helped you. So, uh, we love you so much. Uh, so proud of you, Marty. Next time you're in here, you better say hi, Elise. Hi. Uh, Garth in uh, New Jersey for our friends up in New Jersey, Garth just started the New Jersey power team, which is about again, surrounding yourself with incredible people. So get on board. If you're, you're up there, connect with Garth. And uh, also this Sunday. Oh, this Sunday, guys. Come be with us. Are you here in South Florida? If you're Florida? in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Sunday, 2 p.m., uh, we'll be doing a book launch at Barnes & Noble on Federal guys, Highway. So, I just say, like, this is, like, big time, baby. It's something. Barnes & Noble, baby, big time. My husband's in Barnes & Noble. Hmm? I, we opened her eyes, she said. You opened, you opened my eyes. I'm glad. And you know what? Sometimes when you pray for the eyes to see or the ears to hear, God or the universe sends you a person to go, ding. <laughs> I love to be that person. I love when people say, oh, I never thought of it that way. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. That's perspective. 
All right, that's a miracle. Yogi Bhajan called it, called it a miracle, a change in perception, and that's what that is when you open your eyes and see things differently. All right, well, we love you very much. We hope to your, to your day today is the best day you've ever had. Yep. Yes, and so it is. Aho. Aho. That's right. We love you for who you are and who you aren't. All right, see ya. Bye.